you've made a lot of your dreams come true. Okay. And obviously, I mean, I, I can read between the lines that it's been hard work. It's been dedication. It's been, you know, scheduling priorities as far as family, personal business being 24 seven. Um, you know, I can read between the lines and tell why you've been able to make your dreams come true, but we have a lot of people listening that they may not have been able to catch up. Maybe they're younger executives or whatever. And I, I would love to hear it from you out of your mouth. Can you tell me really how you got from point A to point B in making those dreams come true? It's another great question. This company that I'm going to be representing, um, yes, I will tell my story to the audience, but how do you put it in a, in a, in a capsule or a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a cup, whatever? And I thought of the word top, T-O-P. You have to be tough. You have to be, you have to overcome and you have to be persistent. Okay. Obviously you have to have talent and you have to work hard. That That's obvious, but you're going to have to deal with a lot of rejection. You're going to have to do a lot of obstacles that you have to overcome and you have to be persistent. You have to be tough. You're going to hear a lot of negative things. You're going to be told you can't do it. Are you sure you're not a sales rep? I mean, that's exactly what you need for sales. If you have an opening, give me a call. I'll be calling you later. <laughs> but, but you know, the, the, I, I, so whenever I speak, I do want to have impact back to Jim Valvano. He said that was his favorite word, the word impact. That so many people had impact on me. But again, you know, being tough, Whenever people say, now nah, you're not going to make it and or people who you're working for make it harder than it than it has to be. And you'll read in my book some of those things that have happened. Or then when my mom, my, my I, I adored my mother. Watching her get sick at age 48 and passing away, I had to overcome that. I didn't give a damn about anything at that moment. Right? Then I had to be persistent. I had over 137 rejection letters that I kept. In, in, in baseball, right? Just hoping that one would would want me or even speaking engagements. You're not, not everybody's going to say yes to you or, or interview requests or whatever the case is. You have to be tough. You have to overcome. Interview requests. I'm trying to get Joe Perry on here for 200th episode. So uh, I idolize Joe Perry. I got the little Aerosmith tattoo. But let, let me say this too. And, and I mentioned to you a, a, a story when I mentioned August 19th, 1973, when I was eight years old, the starting pitcher's name was Jim Rooker. Jim and I are very good friends, and we play in celebrity golf tournaments together. The first baseman's name was Al Oliver. Al and I were inducted into the same Hall of Fame a few years ago, and he's been on my show as Jim. Jim was my first guest, and Al's a friend. The second baseman's name was Rennie Stennett. Rennie invited me to the 1979 Pirate Reunion they had a few years ago. Unfortunately, Rennie passed. Great man. The left fielder's name was Willie Stargell. I won a Willie Stargell Lifetime Achievement Award. And the opposing pitcher that day, the opposing pitcher was a guy named Juan Marichal, Hall of Famer. We signed his grant, his nephew to a pro contract. Now, if you would have told me back then, hey, eight-year-old Claudio, come here. These things are going to happen to you. Ah, you're crazy. 